always a good nice week good week you've been getting into the prophecies yeah awesome into the articles are you finding them yeah are you finding them your silence tells me a lot. Tells me a lot, 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 lot. Praise the Lord. It's for your own good. Amen. I actually forgot something. can turn to Chapter number ten. Chapter ten. Amen. Last week we were discussing. anointing, I mean, <laughs> the government system of God, and we juxtapose that with the teaching on the spirit of Antichrist. And I said to you last week that God's government system, the fivefold, is the most important system designed for the advancement, the progress, the building, the uplifting, the prospering of God's people. There's no other system greater than this system. And it is as we near the end times that the realization of this truth will become very much accepted and embraced in the body And I reiterate these same sentiments I told you last week that 
There's no other way, no other hope that is available for you and me except adopting and in, in participating in the system that is the government system of God for his people. Please move, move close. You see, I told you, you can't let people who come late walk all the way to the front and distract us. You come early, you sit at the back. For what? Please. You know, small kids, your elders. So sometimes let's use our let's use our heads. Let's use our heads. Because somebody will come late, half past seven, and then they have to come all the way to the front and distract every single one because all your eyes will be on them. As I was saying, that there is no other way for your progress, your advantage and advancement in life than for you to participate actively, actively in the system that God designed for you, for your sake. For your sake. So, though the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ are in heaven, he has chosen by his sovereignty to run things by the power of the Spirit through the system of anointed men and women for the sake of his people. And we said that the base, the fundamental essence of this system is words. That God brings you in contact with vessels that he is anointed to speak words that transform and change and frame your life. And it is equally important that you believe, believe in this system. It doesn't matter what the governments of the world say. It doesn't matter what politicians say. It doesn't matter what civil servants say. The things of the spirit are foolishness. To the, to the natural man. The natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. So they look at us ministers, they look at us as servants of God and they cast aspersions. They gee. Yet, in God's eyes, we are the hope of the nations. Because Jesus has delegated his grace, has delegated his authority has delegated his power to these gifts 
that he has given to the church. So the world doesn't need to understand because the world does not belong to the church. He gave these gifts to the church. So they are for the benefit of the church. So it is your prerogative, your responsibility to believe. Believe in the gifts. If you're going to participate and the system designed for your good is going to work for you, your belief in it is important. Because you must remember, our relationship with God is on the basis of faith. Therefore, whatever God transmits into our lives will be on those same basis will be on those same basis, the basis of faith. So your belief in the fact that God has set before you a system of advancement, of progress, of prosperity, of health, of security, of protection. Listen, all those things are yours in the redemptive work of Christ. You understand? The, the man does not make those things any less yours than they already are. They're already yours in the redemptive work of Christ. But God has designated these in the church to edify, to catatizo you, to build you, to frame you, and to make you fit for your inheritance. Remember, the father is not stupid. He knows that if you're not properly, adequately trained, you may squander your inheritance. So what he does is that he places you in the hands of governors for the preparation of your spirit, soul, and body. And the words that he has given these delegates to you are the words that are necessary for your building to the end that your inheritance be delivered to you so the supernatural platform or the supernatural highway reserved for all God's people to walk in must all pass through the door through the gates of the gifts it is the order of God remember he said the Lord did not bring the rain on the earth because there was no man. Because there was no man. Because there was no man. God couldn't bring rain because of man. That means the absence of man. The absence of the man to till, the man to walk. Does not allow God to rain down his rain. And remember, you are God's field. Remember, you are God's field. Paul says, we are co-workers together with God. God is the husband man. You are the field. It is he that brings the rain. It is he that causes the growth. But the man must work the ground, must till the ground. So this system, we are tillers of God's earth, of God's ground. And how, how, how does a man till? He must first plow 
the ground and then sow the seed. And what is the seed? Jesus said, the word is the seed. And together with God, we are farming God's people for harvest. So this thing does not work in your life. It cannot work in your life without the element of the governmental system. He said, I will build my church. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Shall not prevail. So remember I read you the scripture last week that individually you are members. Remember? It says individually you are members of his body. Individually. And you are part of the church that he is building. So the, the, the operation of the ministry gifts, gift operate for the greater good of the body of Christ. That's why you need to believe. Pastor, do you mean, do you mean, do you mean? I mean what I say. You must believe in this thing more than you believe in your employee, in your employer. You must believe in this thing more than you believe in the ability of your municipality and your government to provide certain services for you. You must believe in this thing more than you believe in doctors, more than you believe in pharmacists. You must believe in this more than you believe in Boma Shonisa. Can you see where God is trying to get you? Can you see where the Holy Ghost is trying to bring you? He's trying to bring you to a place where your entire life depends on one thing. Where your whole life, your, your whole life, for, for, for your daily bread, for, for, for your life's necessities, for your clothing, for your food, you depend on words. Where you find yourself stranded in the middle of the week and you tell yourself, I can't wait to, to, to get to church. I, I know I will get a word. And by tomorrow, I will have my necessities. That, that's the platform of operation the Lord is trying to bring us. Where you, are, where you are so, so, so sold out that you know that you know if a door is going to open, I need, I need, <laughs> I don't need to know anybody. I need words. I need words. I need my pastor to speak some words. Where you're sick and, and, and you know you've tried everything. You know that one? That headache. Oh, you tried everything. You drank water. Panado is still there. You know that one? It has a pulse of its own. You know that one? Where it, it, it has you. And, and you say, if I can only listen 
to pastor's message, I know. I know it will lead me. Why? Because my pastor is God talking to me. Is God ministering to my life? That's the dimension God is, is, is trying to bring us into. Where you, you stake your whole life on what God said. It, it doesn't matter what's happening. But God said it. God said, I know God said it. And I know it's going to happen. Now, when, when you move into that dimension, things happen instantaneously. Can I show you something? Can I show you something? We'll read Matthew chapter 10. Oh, thank you, Lord. Fly to Mark. I think it's chapter... Chris, your thing is falling. Chris, what's happening, boy? Mm. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> Just want to put some glue. Oh dear Lord God. Uh, Mark 6. Mark 16. What's he doing now, Chris? What's he doing? Praise the Lord. No, you tone it down a bit, man. Come on. Chris, think you're taking on that title. <laughs> think, boy, you're taking on the title. <laughs> Everything is just breaking and messing up and you're fixing and Lord God Almighty, you better reject it. Are we there? <laughs> so, so let's read verse 19, okay, in, into verse 20. Yeah, lift the volume on the, on the instrumental a bit. Yeah, you can, you can read. What's the last thing Jesus did before he left? He spoke. Let's read. Yeah. Yeah. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. So what's happening now through the ministry of the word is that the Lord is working with Many times, you hear me say to you, and we going to do this. Sometimes you think I'm talking about you. And oh, I say to you, last week we discussed and we said to you. Sometimes you, you, you hear me say that, right? And you wonder, Pastor, you and who? <laughs> Because you said it alone, we were sitting. 
and the Lord working. You see, we are conscious, or rather let me say, I am conscious, conscious of the Spirit's role in what I am doing. For instance, I never think about what to say to you. I never. I never about to, I never think. I don't think. I don't think about what I'm going to say when I get, I don't think. Because I'm conscious of the ministry of the Spirit of God in what I am doing. When, we, when I come sing here, I never think. There's not one time where I thought up any, anything I was going to say. I don't think. When it comes to the ministry of the world, I don't think. You see, maybe you are a thinker and you might find it hard to believe me when I tell you. But think about it, right? If I thought about it, if I thought about what I was going to say to you, and I mean, and I teach minimum two hours, minimum, minimum, how much must I be having in my thoughts? Because I, I should be juggling some words, hey, yeah, yeah, no, this, yeah, 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 no, yeah, you understand? I myself would end up being confused. But I can, we can speak here for two hours, three hours, and you go and listen to it, and you thought, hey man, that was a well-prepared message. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was never. Because I, I am conscious of the role of the Spirit, and I'm careful not to overstep my role. You understand? My responsibility is to fellowship with the Lord, minister to the Lord, and become a vessel to transmit. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. So it's the same thing with us, or rather with me. Whatever I hear, I speak. I don't think and speak. I hear and speak. So to eliminate any, any, any infiltration of the mind. So you mean, you can, yeah. You see me, three, how many, for how many years have you seen me? Ever seen notes here? Yeah? Never seen any notes. All you see is what? Is Bible. No notes. Never take notes. Don't think I will ever take notes for preaching. You following me? Why? Because I am conscious of the fact that the spirit is working with me. The work is not being done alone. He's not being done alone. So the Holy Ghost is behind the scene. So when you hear me, behind that voice is the Spirit. 
So what makes the difference is faith. When you believe that these are the words. Paul said something in Thessalonians. He says you receive the word of God as the word of truth. Not as coming from a man, but as the very word of God. So here he says, and the Lord working with them. And notice what he does. He confirms the word with accompanying signs. He does what? So there's, there's, there's an intelligence that works behind and a power that works behind the ministration of the word. And he says the, the working of the spirit is to confirm the word that they preach. You follow me? So the word that is being preached is to be confirmed. So no word ever taught, no word ever preached under the duress or the power of the spirit will come without signs. It should always be confirmed. So for, for, some, for the word that is preached to be from God, there must be confirmation. You understand? And the confirmation is what? Signs. Tokens. So this is why I say to you, there's no way this is not the way. You understand? There's no way. Because he confirms the word with signs. So when they preach... The sign of what they are saying. If there's a he sick person, the, the sign is what? The healing virtue. If there's a poor person, the sign is what? The prospering virtue. You get that? You get that? So God is always looking to confirm his word. Always. But to a generation that believes. Let me show you something else, okay? Um, ooh. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, second, second Chronicles chapter, chapter 16, verse 9. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse number 9. Say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. In your system designed for my good. See, that's what you tell the Lord all the time. When, when, you look at, when you look at your life and you see there are certain things that are out of balance, you say, Father, I believe in the system that you have designed for me. The system of ministry gifts. So I receive of the grace 
and the anointing upon my men or women of God, upon the servant that you have called. And I command and place a demand on that grace to align this matter for me. And then you know what you do? You say, Pastor, please speak words. Say, Pastor, please speak words. Just, just say something about my finances. Please. Just say something. Just say something about my life. About my career. Just, just say something. You have prayed. You have told the Lord you believe. So now you are acting on what you believe. In the system. Pastor, please say something. And the pastor says, no, it is well. You say, oh, thank you. It is well. You go, you go back, you, you say, Father, the system has worked. The system has spoken. It is well. And that, become, that becomes your sword. It is well. Meanwhile, the, the thing is looking at you like a beast. Tears are running from your eyes. You look at it. It is well. You will not steal my sleep. You will not steal my joy. You will not steal my peace of mind. The system has spoken. It is well. It is the system of escape. The power of the Exodus. Without Moses, God could never deliver Israel. God told Moses, I have come down. I have come down to deliver them. You go. But you've come down, was God. Even Moses was like, He was a stutterer. Go fetch someone else, please. God got angry, but he was down. Why could we say, okay, I'll do it myself, Moses? there's a system. There was no man to till the ground. See that? There was no man to till the ground. In life, there are things that are your responsibility. Right? Things like washing dishes, <laughs> cleaning the house, things that are your responsibility. But there are things that you know they are beyond your control. You, you, you can't force you can't force your employer to give you an advance. You can't go into the office and say, hey, you know, manier ek. No, you can't do that. You understand what I'm talking about? There are things beyond you. You understand? There are things like you don't have medical aid. Now, that's beyond your control. Is, you, you understand? It's not a mask that you should have it. But if you want the best care, you gotta have it. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll dump you at a government hospital. Right? Those are things that God can cater for in your life. In the system, you are a concierge clientele. You understand? 
in the system God designed for you. You are a priority. You are a premium member. You, you get it? In the tears, you, 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 are, you, you, you hold a black card in the system. Preferential treatment. But you must know how to participate. You must know how to participate to get what? To get the benefits within that system. So many of God's children go through life without accessing the benefits. And they won't tell you. It's in the clause that, hey, these are part of your... But you won't get a call say, hey, you're not using your benefits. They won't tell you you're not using your benefits. Who will tell you? You have to discover yourself. You understand? What, what, what the benefits that are in the system can do for you, Chris. You understand? I think now you, you're starting to get the gist. You're starting to get the, the gist of what really is is being communicated to you all over the world all over the world the body of Christ has centers divine centers where divine services are carried out see ministry is a service that's what the word ministry means or to minister means a minister is one who renders a service within a selected department. Now, the divine system renders all systems, I mean, all services that are beneficial to life, beneficial to godliness. Do you need to pay your rent? You say, Lord, God, I know you are able, but thank you, you have given me a system. Then you say, Pastor, I need to pay my rent. It is due by the 28th. I don't know how, but I know if you speak a word, it will happen. Yeah, that's being a, that's being a spoiled bread. How are you being a spoiled bread when you've tried everything that you could? How? When they pay you peanuts on the hour. No. It's Pharaoh. More labor. Less resources. Wow. Let's be honest. <laughs> the amount of labor you put in does not equate to the resources you receive. Yet you work for a quarter of a day. <laughs> you see why you, you need a system? I have, I have heard the cry of my people. Moses was an answer. 
to the cry of God's people. Do you understand that? A, a prophet was a cry, was an answer to the cry of God's people. To the needs of God's people, God sent a man. Jethro messed up things for Moses. Moses never prophesied, huh? Never. Moses wasn't like us, that says the Lord, what, 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 what. Right? He was a starter. Even God said, Aaron will be the one that's your prophet. So when they stepped before Pharaoh, it was Aaron that was spokesperson. Moses would be like, mm -hmm. before at home. Tell him. The Lord didn't heal his stuttering. Yet, he's, he's, he's the most powerful man in the Bible. There's no one that equates in strategic warfare and power than Moses. No one. Not even David. Moses never lost. He, he fought giants. He fought bees. He fought creatures. He fought everything you can think about. He never lost. So Aaron waited for several hours. And then when they got there, Aaron spoke. But when God told Moses to bring 70 elders before him, that while God speaks, he will take a portion of the spirit of Moses. The Bible says that they prophesied the whole day. That, 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 that shows you the, the gravity of the power over in Moses' life. 70 people. Seven, when the anointing came, they couldn't stop. The power in his life. Yet he, he didn't speak much. He didn't prophesy much. You don't measure a man by the external faculties or the external looks of his life. I mean, if you saw most of the he was the meekest person on earth. You wouldn't think he was a man of power. You, you wouldn't think he was a terror to nations, Moses. Kings feared him. When they heard about Moses, <laughs> they packed up. They packed up. Yet he, he, he was a system. The beginning of a system. And remember, this came through the covenant God made with Abraham. Moses was God answering or God fulfilling the covenant. And not only more, but what a prophet. I will raise another prophet like you. So he was a prophet that came through the channel of the covenant. So the, 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 the system of, of gifts are God's fulfillment or execution of the covenant. Remember he told, he told Abraham, I will make a covenant between you and me. And through you shall all families of the earth be blessed. And God, 400 years later, began to fulfill it by sending a prophet. And it was that system that God used generationally. Through the setup of the priesthood, he used the system. 
until Jesus, through the setup of the government of the ministry gifts, he used the system. And all this while, God is doing what? God is establishing the covenant which he promised to the fathers. So, the ministry gifts set in the church, they are not just some small little, you know, damn it. it doesn't matter what size they are. It's unfortunate that many of them are babies. So they are not awakened to the reality of their responsibility. So they cannot take up the mantle and the scepter to do what they are supposed to do. And that is to, to deliver, to preserve, to build, to prosper, to heal, to mend, to fix, to perfect. By the power of vested in them by the ministry gift that Jesus gave over God's people. Say, I want to be a participator. An active participator. In the system of God. Designed for my life. Before there was school, before there was job, before there was, there was this thing. Because, like I told you on, on last week, we will get to a point where your job becomes your area of compromise. Where in your career, you, you, you will need to bow to something. There are many who are already bowing. Don't think everybody who's driving nice cars, beautiful cars, they, they, they got it through sheer work. No, they bowed. They compromised. They compromised their dignity, their morality. They compromised their bodies. They compromised their families. Because that is the order of the system. To have glory in the world, you must bow. Satan said to Jesus, I will give you all these kingdoms, what they are glory. What you all, all you need to do here is, my, my brother, just bow. Just, just bow 12 hours of your life. Just bow, just, just bow, just, just bow. And Jesus, no, thou shalt worship God, only God alone. Now you get it. And God says to you, my child, you don't need to bow. You don't need to bow to any altar. You don't need to bow to any spirit that has been propagating in your bloodline. You don't need to bow. To the dictates of the elements and forces that are contrary to you. Because sometimes you have enemies that you don't know. <laughs> in the spirit and in the flesh. There are enemies you have, you don't know, you have never heard about them. But day and night, day and night, they devise your downfall. They you don't know them. You have never done anything to them. But, but then the Bible says they, they gather but not of me. There are people who gather on your behalf against you. Remember, you have the spirit of Christ. And, and what Satan is, is trying to do constantly is to rob God of his testimony from your life. That's 
what he's trying to do is to constantly rob God of his testimony in your life. So that when others look at you, they, they begin to mock the God you serve. You serve God, but look. Born. Born. No, it's it, 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 it a setup. When Israel failed, they always had Moses. Sometimes this nation is rotten, it's over. But because there was Moses. Nations feared Israel because there was Moses. No one dared because Moses was there. They may, have, they, they may have been messing up. They may have been making some mistakes. But Moses was there by, by a prophet. He preserved them. He preserved them. Things, would have been, things were falling apart, may have been falling apart, but Moses was there. As, as long as Moses was there, there was, there was a certain, certain, certain limit that their enemies could have over their lives. Moses was there. Moses never loses. It's young shame. It's young shame. And is designed for Jesus ended 38 year travels, 12 year travels, Moro. Moro. <laughs> 38, 38 year long travel. Jesus ended them in a day. 12, 12 year old troubles. Jesus ended them in a moment. Years of suffering, pain, confusion, frustration, brokenness, poverty. Jesus came and they were ended. Why? Because they participated in the system of God. How? Faith. Jesus said the greatest expression of faith shown in his ministry was the centurion. He says, I've never seen such great faith. So in, in, in the annals of faith, in the ministry of Jesus, the, 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 the action, the demonstration of the centurion, says Jesus, Jesus said it was the greatest faith. You know what the centurion said? He said, Lord, you don't need to come to my house. Speak only a word and my servant will be made whole. Oh, my brothers and my sisters. That's the dimension that you should be seeking for. Because when you get to that dimension, you don't need Jesus to come to your house. You don't need a servant of God to come to your house. All you need is for words. Words will travel on his behalf. Words will go ahead of you. The word Jesus spoke went ahead of the centurion. When the centurion got there, the servant was healed. When he asked when, they told him, some this time, and he realized it was the time Jesus spoke. The word the centurion, Jesus spoke, it navigated right to where the centurion servant lived. 
says, it is great faith. How they can take advantage. Yes. Yes, that's the way. That way, it will work. It will work. It will Actively, Matthew 10. Let's change your life. Okay? Let's change. Let's change your life. Someone today told me he needed to buy groceries. So what happened was he didn't have money. So he said he remembered one of my teachings on faith for provision. And he said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I need 1,000 before the end of the day. And I thank you that I'll have it. Two hours later, he, 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 he said he was busy with something. He received the notification, 2,000. One of his clients, 2,000 into Oscar. So he says, he calls his client. He says to his client, but you were supposed to pay this thing some few weeks ago. The client says, I don't know. Today, I felt like I had to send the money. <laughs> Listen, Jesus said, and I want you to care. I hope. I wish you could capture this thing. Jesus said, anything, any, and we should never try to change Jesus' words. Yeah. He says, anything is possible. You see, if you believe that you can be lying in your bed or doing whatever you are doing and what you need can be met, it can be met. Anything. It, it just depends how you decide it will come. Anything is possible. The teachings of Jesus are strange, though. But that's what they should be because he, he is an intrusion into the natural realm. He is eternity intruding in time. So obviously whatever he does will be strange. Whatever he says, you know what they said, the soldiers, the Romans said, there's no man speak like this man. He's the supernatural invading the physical. So obviously it will be strange. And he says anything, he's from another realm, huh? remember. So when he says anything is possible, anything is possible. So there's a dimension you can walk in where truly anything is possible. Look at Jesus. Jesus did not think that there was a difference between the sea and the water. When it suited him, he could walk on the sea as though it were dry land. There was no thinking or no, get on well, Lamo. There's no thinking or no. No. Hey, some of you think ah, it was shallow waters. Hey, the boat was sinking. Oh. How can it be shallow? How does a boat sink in shallow waters? And the Bible says, Peter sank. 
Peter sank. How do you sink in, in shallow waters? It tells you that he, those waters were deep, deep enough for men to sink. And Jesus walked. Why? It is him. In your mind, in your mind, in your mind, in your mind, that's where the issue is. You read the article I sent you? In your mind. Jesus said, you, 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 you can be carefree about your life and have it all. That's what he said. That's what he said. Take no thought. Because you are taking thought. You are taking possession of that reality. And when it's in your hands, you know nothing works in your hands. Where now, Jay? Where now? Where, where now? Where now? Where now? Where now? You broke this. You don't prove it or Nothing works. Jesus says, take, don't take it upon yourself. Because once you take it, it's your responsibility. It's no longer God's. The proof that something is in God's hands and not yours is whether or not it's in your mind. So God says, take no thought about your life. Think about your what you will eat or wear. Only says take no thought. It's none of your business. Says he says to to void yourself of those thoughts is 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 to set in motion the forces of provision that are already working for that end or toward that end. Yeah, but I don't care. Your anxious, your worry, your your hey, hey, no. Take. And and how about what about both our or go on relax? You don't need to think about it. What is Bible learning? Learn to mind. It's divine wisdom. That means that means na na mo mo utolomundo 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 stakilen helen ati mind your own business. La mo na lo muta mapekansi ma uzenda da kutsa mariten mind your own. When we get to heaven, Lord, your word says, I must mind my own business. I've learned to live a quiet life, minding your own business. Second, first Thessalonians chapter 4. Mind your own business. In your thoughts, I'm in your thoughts. 
owner, mind your own business. Mind. And who says, how about what about No, he's crossing the line. Mind your own business. What about I'm a. I'm a professional in that area. <laughs> no, no, mind my business. Unga hago lebelezi. Tewa la buga. Onchebile series. Ongo. Mind your own. I want peace of mind. <laughs> yeah, unless you say what? Help me. When you say help me, and immediately Jesus pulled him. That means Peter was sinking, Jesus was doing nothing. Peter was sinking, Jesus was doing nothing. Only when Peter said help me, the Bible says immediately Jesus pulled him up. And they walked to the boat. Had Peter kept quiet, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> in the boat, but he was gonna die. I bet you he was gonna die. That was for someone. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Sometimes you try to pull people out of seasons they need to be in. There are four seasons in a year. And there's a time where the, the leaves do not blossom. And that, that, that's still a divine season. It's as important as the, when the time the, the leaves begin to bloom. Sometimes you can see that this person is in the winter of their life. And no! Sometimes you are destroying people by helping them. It's a season they need to be in where they need to be trusting the Lord. Let them drink their cup. When it's full, the Lord will decide. It'll go first with eight or something. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a long season. Hey, I'm at the way now. And, and how many long season in life? All seasons are partitions equally, three months each. All seasons are, that means whatever you are allocated, it may feel long, but it's necessary. So you do what? Mind your business. Mind your. And sometimes design, the Lord wants this person to suffer in this season. Set your eyes on the heel. <laughs> because a time is going to come when they are being filled and they will not call you. Ah, and also for me. Next 
Le notice le. Every time, return go on a black where we need to discuss issues. We need to address some issues. You know, Holy Ghost. Rosanna Pila, Rofa Foundation, you are nice and calm, Lord, there, yeah, that's powerful. Mind your business. Now, I got him. It did I give you, I don't. I don't lend you. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm bullying. No, I don't borrow. I'm sorry, no. But if you ask, I'll give you. You understand? I'll give you or I'll not. It's either a yes or a no. I get all in between. Get get a Sorry, I can't help you. Ask the Lord. You understand? But if 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 you ask me, if you ask me for for favor, for grace, I can give you freely. I have more than enough. Second Second Chronicles. Arseneleng this thing, gents. Arseneleng these things. Arseneleng this thing. Hallelujah. Get deviating, participating in the system. That's what you can call it, of God. There are people who hear they say, "Ah, overlela, overlela, nonsense, No, it's because I know what I'm talking about. I go with theory Go, go, what a theory? So you can participate in the practical. Because Renali on a manifestation, Renali on a practical. Oh, oh, this is your young talk. Regardless of the theory, so how powerful is or is not the practical in it? Praise the Lord. For the eyes of the Lord, verse 9, for the eyes of the Lord run to and throughout the whole to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Laibon, Matthew 10. So we, we're getting into this thing. Ne? Chris, you can, you can push up the... Okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Hapo it's very late. Team leader in. Come on, man. Relax. blind supervisor. Everyone here. Well, whatever you like, return. Whatever you like. Sorry, Alice. Everything for everyone. 
Hating, I can promise you, hating Motuangatang, our rich church is not for me. Hating. Mapata Zongi. Praise the Lord. Pastor, I'll, I'll take it to jurisdictional, political, and I'm a politician. <laughs> Matthew 10. No, they don't mention that. We must stick within our parameters. How do we jurisdictional? We don't put that in here. Bible says, and Jesus healed all men up. Of diseases, all manner of sicknesses. Reda Alero, now we in that dimension. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go mata varo pati le da mar hauta na mo. Leto aino la. Just a matter of time. Let's get into it. Amen. Praise God. 30 minutes. Can I get can I finish it? Let me try. Yeah. 31 minutes. Let me try. Matthew chapter 10. So, hello. What do many say? Sure. Okay. You got the one part, right? The faith, the belief in the system. Let me let me get you into a practical where the machine is working. Okay? Where you can get the machine to work. Come. Uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 10. Remember when I taught you about the anointing? I said, not everybody starts in the anointing of their calling. Right? There, there, there is a progression. There is a time when you are anointed to do a certain uh, assignment, a certain task. In, here I'm talking about from this side, from the system side, the administration side of the system. Okay? And, and, and there, there's a time where the power is activated. Power is always there, remember? But it's not always working. But there's a time when the power is activated. And once that power is activated, it will work forever. As long as it is oiled and furnished and protected. 
it will work forever. You, you get what I'm saying to you? In your life, there's a point where the anointing, the grace, you, you make contact with the grace of the system. The, the day you make contact with it, the door is open, the channel is ever ending. Is never ending. So you, you need to get to that point where it's it's not it's not it's not an open closed portal. You understand? But it's it's a consistent flow where the pipe, the connecting pipe between the system and the receptor is wide open. Remember, God said, Oh, thank you. God said, try me now in this and see if I will not open the chimneys, the pipelines of heaven. So there are pipelines of blessing or that streams blessing. You understand? But they are not always open because God said, see if I will not open the windows of heaven. That means they are not always open. Or at that time they were not open. But it tells us that the windows can be closed and can be open. But where we're trying to get you into is where the, the, the pipeline, the window, the chimneys is consistently open. 24 hours a day for you. Because remember, though a grace is given to a people, not everybody will participate in the same degree and will receive in the same degree. There are others who will receive more, others who will receive less, others will receive nothing. Yet the flow is for everyone. But the connection is not properly connected with everyone. You get it now? Do you get it? Do you get why in one ministry you find the prosperous group, the faking group, and the absolutely nowhere group? We can classify you. You, you get that? Like Jesus classified them. Same, some fell on the wayside, some among thorns. You, you get me. Because not everybody connects successfully to the grace, to the anointing, to the power. But what, 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 what we're going to open for you now is a way which you, you can be permanently connected. Remember, remember the, 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 the woman, remember the woman whom the prophet later gave a son, prayed for the woman who was barren and she got a son. Years later, the son died. Remember? Where did the woman go to? Hospital. She went back to where? The giver of the grace. And says, Devastation. The prophet did what? Didn't ask questions. Went back, raised the son. Because she was permanently connected by what she did to the op operation, operation of the grace. So the first, the first, the first thing, Masam, you believe. You, you believe, you stake your all. Not on the man. Remember, not on the man. Well, the system. The, the system. The, the man happens to be what? The, the vehicle or the vessel through which the system is carried out. That's why when the man dies, the system does not die. 
The system is just migrated. Because it does not depend on the man. You get it? You get it? You get it? So your faith is in what? The system. The prophet. The apostle. The evangelist. The pastor. The teacher. It's the system. And remember I said to you the system of words. You follow now? But now you must plug in. Hallelujah. If we don't finish today, we'll finish tomorrow, ne? Okay? So I don't I don't want you to get home late. You get it? <laughs> the most important system on earth is God's system. Forget all this crazy demonic cosmos. Yeah, work there. Do whatever you do there. But let it not be your what? Your dependency. Let it not be the thing you are dependent on, but the system of they threaten to sue us, uh, to fire us if we don't vaccinate. Or I have a system. Now they won't. Then I will not vaccinate. There's a system I belong to. Someone is getting it, I know. No, I we don't depend on everybody getting it. <laughs> once, once, once we, we, once, once on the, on the, once we see on the, on the thermometer that the percentage is reached, we are fine. <laughs> yes, once if, once if, oh, we know oh God. Woo! Let's let's move on. You find that. The entire 66% is like in no man's land. Uh, it's fine. Good ground. Farmer looks for good ground. Uh, which, farmer, which farmer insists insists on sowing seed on bad ground? He's a fool. He's a fool. Uh, we, we are asked, well, no. Farmer looks for good ground. No time wasting. Uh, uh. Some good ground is fallow. It needs some work. Yeah, we stay there. But some is bad. Ah, yeah. Oh, oh. Bye-bye. And you get them in church. Some grounds in church, everyone is beyond repair. This is, this is for the angels. This is for God. Just, just, just don't mind this. Move on. Because otherwise, you'll exasperate all your energy on this thing. Ah. Come on, come on. Matthew chapter 10. No, it's not Pastor loves the church, the people of God, the temple of God so much that he's not willing to focus on bad ground. It's beyond potential. It needs a miracle. And we don't operate there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some ground is tillable. We don't want to operate under the curse. Some ground are cursed. <laughs> curse be the earth for your sake. 
I don't want to, you know, ah, sweat on my brow. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And then after that, instead of the ground, if they have us, impact pistols and bristles. Just have a and thorns. I don't have like a bad ground around. Matthew 10. My lantola must. Yeah? Any ground that, that causes us to sweat, if we know we are operating under a demi case, we want, we want a demi ground. Any ground. That's the ground God gave Adam to till it and to cultivate it. He's seeing Ela outside the garden. That's iron, that's earth. Hey. Am I good or bad ground? You must know. Not about to sow some. I'm not about to sow my seed. Jesus are cast, cast not your pearls before swine. Never give that which is holy to dogs. The holy are really, are really Or some swine. Hey. Colombia anything, everything. Wabono, Obato, Matama, Elo, Jago, Atama, Elo, Jago, Uta Yonkindo. Oya scrap yard, Waja. More we feed wholesome grass, natural earth based food. Oh, Philadelphia, and so taste them nothing. What, what? Maya. Arto Latelani, you're a sheep, you know best. Maya. And get away through Solagai. Maya. Fact sheep, Ralema, you're a goat. Matthew 10. Matthew 10. Praise the Lord. Nahana Ravari 40,000. Praise the Lord. Meditate. And when, like I said, right, there are times when the power works or the, the power is switched off. Yeah? And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits. If we don't finish today, we'll finish tomorrow. Yeah? Don't worry, I won't, I won't take you out later. To cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. He gave them the power to do what? To, and he gave, I mean, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal. You see that? He gave them the power. Now, I want you to see how he imparted the power. All right? I, I want you to see how he imparted the power. Okay? And 
I think I taught you on this, right? He, he imparted it through words. Ne? He didn't lay hands. He gave them power through words. But I want, I want to show you some things. Ne? What he told them were conditional as, oh, oh, oh. Give me words too. Yes. He, 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 what, what conditions he gave them to operating successfully and cleanly in the power. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. You, you'll be shocked how, how something as, as seemingly insignificant as this can affect how the power flows. Can affect what the power can do. And it is one of the reasons why in Matthew 17, the power didn't work. Because what the thing did is that it, 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 it tricked or tripped their, their faith in the power that was given them. Let's read. And Jesus sent them out. I feel the anointing of God's spirit here. And Jesus sent them out and commanded them. What did he do? What did he do? Now, this was the contingency plan. I mean, the con uh, what the power, uh, what the power was depending on for it to work smoothly. You'll be shocked, Bazalot. When when the Holy Ghost showed this to me, I realized why many ministers seem to be powerless, and why their ministries do not affect and impact the lives of his people as they should. Notice, Jesus did what? He commanded them. Have our suggestion. He commanded them. Now this, now when Jesus speaks, there is a principle he is setting forth. That means everybody will operate in power. Must adhere to the commands that he gave them. Let's read. First, he says, do not go into the ways of the Gentiles. Do not enter into the city of the Samaritans, but rather go. So the first command is, go where you sent. You see that? The power will only work within the jurisdiction of where you are sent. So you are safe. Because I was sent to you. Now, sent to you as a collective, but I'm speaking to you as an individual. Jesus was telling them, go where you are sent. That's a command. So, I am sent to you, Nero. So, the power will work because I am sent to you. Right? Number two, as you go, preach. Saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Use the power. So go to where you are sent and also use. Oh, God. Sharata Paragisataya. Lega Barahasa Tela Konkaria Tafira Zupradaya. Go where you are sent. Number two, use the power I gave you. So they were authorized within the jurisdiction of where they are sent to use the power. So they had to be what? They had to be bold and confident in the, in the usage, Chris, of the power. Number three, this is, this is the most important one. 
And this is why, this is where many, many of us have been, have been tricked. Number three. Freely have you received, freely give. So do not, do not what? Do not charge for the service. It's a free service. So use your power, but don't charge. Because you have freely received it from me. So you must what? Freely give it. So for it to flow, it must be what? Freely distributed. So the power is free. So anybody within the jurisdiction of where the man is sent and mandated to function, he says he can get it freely. So if, if, if you want to come and say, Pastor, I need, I, need, I need healing, you can get it freely. But then there's a, there's a catch. And Jesus knew it. Jesus knew it because Jesus was sending them to foreign territory. And Jesus tells them something. Number three, provide Lamande Keleboshka. This is where churches, ministries, have lost their impact. This provide neither gold nor silver in your money belts, nor bag for your journey. Number three, this is the most important one. Do not provide for yourself. Be provided for. If the power is going to work for those whom you are sent to, you must not provide for yourself. They must provide for you. Not two tunics, no sandals. Notice, everything they needed, they had to be provided for. They, 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 they were not permitted because of the power on them to go provide for themselves. Because if they want to go provide for themselves, they would have to leave where they are sent to grab the tunic, to get the gold, to get the sandals, leave the jurisdiction of their power. By so doing, they diminish its efficacy. So men or vessels with power must never work or provide for themselves. If they need a sandal, it must be provided. If they need a tunic, it must be provided. If they need a belt, it must be provided. If they need gold, it must be provided. Notice what Jesus said. Because a worker is worthy of his meat. So, the power, the ministry, the system is sent to you, Mampinjiwe. It is sent to freely work for you. The power must be used toward you freely. But the one administering it must not provide anything for himself. The day he provides anything for himself, Chris, the power that was meant to provide for you in your life is pulled. Because you have now made him profane. Remember what he said to Levi. He says, I am your portion. You shall have no place in the field. 
So when the power giver has to go to the field in order to provide for himself and leave the work of the sanctuary, what begins to happen is that the power that has been granted to deliver, to save, to preserve is now what? Profane. So the man of God was working six days in that week working at some field working at some office and then he comes and says god bless you and it doesn't work because the people whom he is blessing are not providing for him and he himself is profaning the power by going to the field and doing what he is supposed to be provided for No, if your pastor has to provide for himself, for anything in his life, the power given to provide for you will not work. It's not a matter of need on his side. It's a matter of function for your sake. Now I'm talking to you individually. I'm not talking to you as a church. I'm talking to you individually. How much are you participating? Or how much of the power sent toward your life is working? You, it is directly proportional to the provisions you are making for that man or for that woman. Remember, this is what the prophet of God said. God said to him, I have commanded a widow to provide for you. When he gets there, the widow only has a little. So it's not about how much you have. It's not about, no, I have, I don't have to, no, it's not about that. Because when the man of God got, got there, the Lord who sent him said he commanded that lady to give him provisions. And when he got there, the man of God said, give me something to eat. The woman said, I only have this little for me and my son that we may eat and die. The man of God says, go and prepare it. But nevertheless, give me first. Prepare for me first. Provide for me first. Why? Because in the heavens, God has commanded provision from you to me. And when the woman obeyed, what happened was when the man ate, the Bible says when Elijah was filled, the word of the Lord came unto him. And he says, thus says the Lord God, whom I serve, as long as I live, their flower shall not end, nor the oil run dry. And they ate of that flower, they ate of that oil, until harvest came. Why? Because the streamline or the stream of power will only go to where the man is provided for. That's why you can find in a church that there are four or five that have their lives impacted by the power of that ministry because they take initiative to provide the money, the gold, the silver, the tunic, the sandals for the man. It is an exchange. Give the servant the liberty to do what he has been sent to do. And God will ensure that the power that has been sent toward you works in the way that it should work. It's beyond tithe. Tithe is part of it, but it's beyond it. It says, for a worker 
is worthy of his food. Later when he asked them, when I sent you out, did you lack anything? They said no. That means they were provided for. And did the power work? Yes, it did. But where the power did not work, they were not provided for. They struggled. You know what the Lord said to me? The Lord said to me when he was giving me this revelation. He said, this is why Paul was not healed. Because Paul provided for himself. <sighs> this is why Paul, the blindness was never healed from Paul. Those, he, those from his body, from his body, handkerchiefs and apron were put and devils came out. But his own infirmity was not healed. You know why? Paul stepped out of the grace to be provided for and provided for himself. And he set a wrong pattern for generations that ministers are to provide for himself. Yet it was Paul that said, they that preach the gospel must eat from the gospel. But he told the Thessalonians that he labored with his own hands. He was wrong. And because of that, God left that blindness in his life. Are you providing for the system that God gave you? Hey, here is not about how much you earn. It's not about, no, I earn little. No, it's not about that. It's what God can do with that little. Do you want the power to work for you? Do you want the grace? Listen, listen, how much money is worth the opening of your womb? How much money is worth the healing, the deliverance from a sickness, from a disease that doctors can heal, that, that, you, that even if you can wear out your medical aid, you will not pay for it. How much is it worth? So we give the power without expecting anything in return, but God expects something from you that you are to provide the gold, the silver, the tunic, the sandals for the man. Because he is a word, thou shalt not muzzle the ox while it treadeth the grain. So you look in your budget, how much of it is allocated for the provisions of the man of God. I'm not talking about tithe, tithe is God's. Tithe is God, and it is God that gives it to us. But it is his. And that is why it is him that blesses you. Here I'm talking about the, the, the power working for those whom the power is sent to. This is where when you say, Lord, Lord, I thank you and I believe for the system. And you go and say, man of God, speak a word into my life. You, you, you must have already known or be sure that you have made provisions in his life. Now think about, you asking the pastor to make, to make provision, to make, to make grace, to make favor, to make power available for you in your life, in that situation. And he is there when you finally give. He is there thinking about how he's going to pay for the car. How is he going to do this? Do you think that word will come out of him with the power it should? Do you think it will deliver the essence of what it should? No. That's why we have powerless ministers. And it's not, their, it's not that they don't pray. Some of them are genuine. To, some of them pray. Some of them are faithful to God. Some of them are holy. Some of them live right life, but they're powerless. They're just powerless. And you can hear that Muruto Yonali something, but it's not coming out. Why? Because Muruto, when he steps off the pulpit, you know what he's thinking about? I'm going to feed my wife. I'm going to feed my wife. 
Paul says, do not, I mean, Peter said, do not make their job difficult, for it will work against you. My boy, this is how you step into the billions. This is how you step into the grace. When the system says billions are coming, this is how you step. You, 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 you receive it with confidence that you know you have created a system, a pipeline, where there is a divine exchange. Imagine something as small and as seemingly as significant as providing for your man that God has systematically given you for your advancement can have so much impact on the outcome in your life. Imagine. We'll continue tomorrow, okay? Have I ever asked anything from you? Have I ever begged anything from you? It should tell you a lot. But does that mean that you should not make allocation for my provisions? If you want the power to be used that is sent to you, you better do it. That, you understand what I'm saying? Is the power of God in your budget? Is the power of God in your budget? The grace of God, is it in your budget? Because that man, that woman, is God's grace to you. Is God's power to you. Why we constantly live in the realm of unfulfilled promises. Tonight, go meditate on that scripture. It changed my life. When, when the Holy Ghost opened it up to me, I saw what was the problem in Holy Spirit Semenica. I saw it. I saw it. Here we pray. Here we pray. Here we believe God. But no manifestation. One of the things that I, I kept asking the Lord when the Lord gave me those prophetic words to utter of your life, I said, How in the world? How in the world? How in the world would all this? How in the world? And, and the Holy Ghost opened it up to me like this. He says, My servants are not to provide for themselves, but provision must be made for them. Look at, look, at, look at churches. You can investigate yourself. Look at churches that, that create committees to make sure that the pastor is well. They buy the pastor the car. They buy. And it's not about whether the church is big or not. Hey, hey. hey. You, know what you know what you're thinking? When, when, when we have a big church, we will do it. When we are big, it's not about the size of the people, it's never about the size. She, the widow was alone. She was supposed to provide for the man of God until the, the and remember, it was the man of God that was supposed to end, <laughs> that was going to end the famine. He brought it, he will end it. But she was supposed to provide until the famine ended. How in the world was she going to do that with, with food enough for them to eat and die? 
You should be ashamed. If the shoes your pastor wears, you're not involved. The clothes he wears, you're not involved. The belt he has, you're not involved. There's no glory. So, as, as powerful as the message may come, when it gets to you, because the pipeline is closed, it will constrict, it will stay there. And when you wonder, Mara, that was a hectic service. I even fell down. I even, I felt electricity all over my body. <laughs> See now, if I will not open the windows of heaven, See now, if I will not open the windows of heaven. With the little that you have, if you make provisions for the system, you will never, you will never lack. You will always have more than you've had previously. I told you, this is, this is the practical dimension of this thing. It's not about getting together. No, it's about you. You look at your life. You look at, you, you look at this big vision, big dream you have. <laughs> like only God's power can do this. You have no time to consult with friends. Except they are there to help you. How can the word come that no flower, no oil shall run out if the very man has not eaten the bread from that oil? God said, you are, I am your portion. Thou shalt not plow in the field. Let them work. Because the work of the system is, is for what? Is for your upliftment, your preservation, your prosperity. You will be as built, as prosperous, and as affected by the power sent to your life according to the measure that you are providing for that system. But you remember your river runs dry and will run dry at some point. But there's a river whose streams know no end. How streams run dry. Can you see it? Now let me ask you a question. Did I fabricate this thing? He told him three things. Go where you're sent. Use the power where you're sent freely. And do not provide for yourself. It was a, it was a what? A 
He commanded them. Nahana Murutu Hau, Hafeta, who Rapella, who intercedela, who preacheta, who counselor, who advisor, and then Apare Sutu Monday. I am a trifiti. Ateno officini. Just so that Banabahare Baja. Remember, the power is used free. So, so remember when I told you why many ministers lose their power? It's because, it's because of this element. They give the power freely, but then they realize, they start seeing that the people really are misusing them. And then you know what they start doing? They start creating systems wrongly because of what? The need for money. And the need for money will always, always build up or grow to becoming the love for money. And they start creating all the seed giving things. See how, this is where the body of Christ is so messed up. Because if, let me tell you this, if a man of God never have to think about money, he, he is and will be operating and will operate at his highest potentials and that means if he's at his highest potential your life will be at his greatest if you never have to think about tunics sandals belts gold silver you will free him liberate him to releasing the power cleanly because some, you know what they're doing? They are praying, but in their minds, they got to pay that car. That car, they got to pay. And sometimes they didn't take it because they want to show off. They took it because they needed to do something. It was a necessity. Because, you know, sometimes God demands some crazy things from us. Osana silver tail or silver lakes in Namidre. Kimudim Ori. Yeah? Ori. Did God say, just Moses, just build any, just build any tabernacle boy. Whatever comes to mind, just give me a boy. <laughs> did he tell, did he tell Noah, boy, Noah, just build an ark. But as some artisan guys, sharpen some ark, yeah. no, he gave them specific measurements and specification. That's how God is. And he will wait until he finds a person who is willing to express his vision according to what he wants. That's how you, you end up seeing pastors. And you ask yourself, Lord, is this your glory? 
Because a man and a woman of God will always be limited in expression of his gift, of his power, and his mandate. As long as his mind is bound by the needs and necessities of life. No man busies himself other than what he has been called for. No man who has been called busies himself with matters of civilian life. We'll continue tomorrow. But what I want you to do is go home. Go home. Consider, since you've been here, prophecies, prayers, declarations, decrees, promises over your life that are still hanging and you're, you're wondering, Lord, what is happening? And then ask yourself, but that, am I that widow that God commanded to feed the prophet? And I ate my last oil. I ate my last flower. Let's continue tomorrow. All right? But go meditate on this because we'll, we'll, we'll take on it tomorrow. You see, Holy Spirit's tabernacle. I told you last week, I, I told you on Sunday that we are at the doors. We are at the doors. I was telling someone in the week, I said, we are on the verge of the biggest breakthrough testimony of your lives. I'm not talking about a one moment thing. I'm talking about one thing that will change your whole life. That's what I'm talking about. We are at the doors. Every time I'm in prayers, every time I'm in meditations, I, I, I can almost, I can almost smell. You know when you can smell the rain? You can smell that rain is coming. Elijah said, I hear the sound. I hear it. I see it. We are there. We are there. And these, these lights, these truths that the Lord is opening up to us, are what is necessary for us to enter in. These are the keys, my brothers and my sisters. I've been with you for more than five years, six years now. And like I said to you, I've never begged you for anything. I've never asked you for anything. I have always, like Paul says, given freely of the abundance of what God has given me. Some of you have been here when we were two or three or four in the meeting. And the same strength, the same power, the same force always came out. Because he told me, freely have you received, freely give. Freely have you received, freely give. It's a, a shame and a curse for God to have to use external channels to provide for us. It's a shame, saints. If God has, has to go out to look for external channels, what does that say 
about those to whom they have been sent to deliver the power, the deliverance. It says power over unclean spirits. You, 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 when they are spirits, you have no power over. You say, hey, come on, come on. No, no, come on. There are spirits that stay with you for years. Hallelujah. When they upload this message, listen to it. Listen to it. Listen. Look at the prophecies, ne? Who pegged the prophecies, ne? Who pegged the declaration, the millions, the whatnot, who pegged, and then listen to the message. And then in between is your life. And you will realize that is the frustration. That, that's the thing that's haunting you. When Kabanguti know, is this job that I'm looking for that's not coming? Is this thing that I want that is not coming? Is, is this thing? No, my boy. The, you, you know what's frustrating? Is the grace of God. That's trying to work. Mara, how not The pipeline is closed. You you sense it or no? The ashi grace, ashi on, ashi, ashi, ashi. Ah, imperegate is nini. God doesn't want to give you touch and go. 